Hello, welcome back to another episode of Not All Who Wander Are Lost. I'm Jay Cook, I'm your host, and today we'll be discussing uh, the Taurus, the sign of Taurus, and the cell salt associated with Taurus, which is natrium sulfate. Today we'll be discussing the excess of earth in the natal chart or the lack of earth in the natal chart and how to balance that. As you remember in a previous episode, we discussed the symptoms of a lack or an excess of earth or fire or water or air. Now we're going in depth discussing each and every single element. Started with fire, now earth. The next two will be water and air. So, if you have an excess of earth in your natal chart, if you have absolutely no clue, if you just feel like you might be a very earthy individual, then tune in, listen up. If you know somebody, a husband, a wife, girlfriend, a boyfriend, a best friend, might be excess earthy, might lack some earth, then tune in. We'll turn this up. So like I said, I'm Jay Cook. I'm not an astrologer. I'm the astrologer. And today, if you want to get in touch with me after you listen to this wonderful podcast, or if you want to pause and get in touch with me right now, you can go to facebook.com slash jsunastrology. That is J-S-U-N Astrology, all one word. You can go to Instagram at J-Sun-Astrology. J, just a letter J, S-U-N Astrology. And you can do the same thing on Twitter. You can look me up on YouTube. And I'm figuring out the LinkedIn. So let's get started. So here we have Excess Earth, right? And we have the first Earth sign in the Zodiac, which is Taurus. So we have Aries, which we talked about last time. We have Taurus. And you might be wondering, well, why aren't you talking about all of the Earth? Why aren't you discussing every single Earth sign? Why didn't you discuss every single fire sign? Because I'm going to go into the cell salts later. Right now, I figure it would just be good to cover the first sign related to each element and the cell salt associated with that sign and some brief information regarding the sign, the first sign associated with each element. Later on, we can dive into each other cell salt and each other sign. You know, I don't want to get too general with any one sign in particular or any one element. So because I'm doing the balancing of the excess earth and the techniques to balance the lack of earth within this episode, and that's really the main focus, I'm just starting with the Taurus and adding that in so that you can see, you know, and start to play around within your head how Aries, 
you know, some of the things we discussed about Aries, the optic thalamus, the spiritual eye of understanding, the alchemical trans, you know, mutation from the desire, the instincts below the solar plexus and how we bring that up into the crown chakra, the spiritual eye of understanding in Aries, the third eye. So you can see how the fire sign illumination. Now you're going to dis- we're going to discuss Taurus, Earth. And we're going to discuss what that cell salt related to Taurus does. And then we're going to also discuss right after that the balancing of the excess and the lack. So, as mentioned in the very beginning, Taurus's cell salt is natrium sulfate or sulfate of sodium. So, the main job of this cell salt is, according to George Washington Carey, to eliminate excess water from the blood. So, one molecule of this cell salt, this mineral salt, has the power to take up and carry out two water molecules. So, again... One molecule of this mineral salt associated with taurus sodium of sulfate, sulfate of sodium, rather, natrium sulfate, has the power to take up and carry out two water molecules. The way that water accumulates in the blood, according to George Washington Carey, is that it gets into the atmosphere when the temperature is above 70 degrees in the shade, 70 degrees or above, and it begins to evaporate in the atmosphere. So that vapor in the atmosphere and that we breathe in creates an excess of water in the blood, which means we need more of natrium sulfate to get it out, to create a balance seeing we're talking about the balance of earth to create a balance in the blood. Too much water, you know, can drown the very thing that we're trying to grow, right? Well, too much water in the blood can create a lot of problems as well. So the, the more surplus of water in the blood, the more natrium sulfate we need. Which brings us to the understanding that air, or rather the wisdom handed down, that air is the raw material for blood. So what happens is when the air is breathed into the blood vessels in the body, it unites with the mineral salts and then creates the blood. So there's, there's the alchemy, the elixir of life right there, the blood. So the air is the raw material for blood. And when breathed into the blood vessels, it unites with the mineral salts and creates blood. All right. So that is a lot right there. We have a lot to think about when it comes to Taurus. 
because obviously there's a lot going on with Taurus. So a few things we want to go over is that Taurus is an earth sign and that the earth is usually usually associated with the soul which is precipitated aerial elements so this chemical fact was known according to George Washington Carey to scientists of the Taurian age over 4,000 year, years ago. So what was that chemical fact? That the soul was precipitated by aerial elements. Air. We just talked about air when breathed into the blood vessels and mixed with the mineral salts creates blood, the elixir of life, right? So the zodiacal sign of the bull, Taurus, was carved with wings. The winged bull of Nineveh. Who knows if I'm pronouncing that right? I've only ever read it. So, the pronunciation might be off. You'll have to forgive me. N-I-N-E-V-E-H, Nineveh. The winged bull of Nineveh. So solid substances may be resolved into air, essence. So that tells us a lot right there about Earth, about Taurus, about the bull, about why it has wings, and about why these ancient cultures were drawing bulls with wings. Why does Red Bull give you wings? Because the great truth is that substance is materialized air. Substance is materialized air. Air is drawn into the blood vessels and then it mixes with the mineral salts inside of the human body and creates blood, the elixir of life. So there you have it. That's a little bit about Taurus. That's a little bit about the cell salts as we'll be exploring them together on this podcast. We'll be learning. We'll be growing. We'll be going over it because it's important. As Eric Thomas says, information changes situations. And then as I would expand upon that statement to say, you know, information when acted upon changes situations. Because you can have all the information that you want, but if you don't implement it, information, as I would say, without implementation, will not change any situation. So you need to implement the information that you gather. You cannot just gather information. And also you have to, right now we're breaking things down and looking them at the content, but we do not have the entire context of all 12 zodiac signs, of all 12 houses, of all 10 planets. 
and the asteroids and the other bodies and the parts and the deacons etc etc so what do we do when we have an excess of earth aside from if we're a Taurus or if we have Taurus rising or if we have Taurus in a significant we have lots of Taurus planets or Taurus Taurian energy in our chart what if we just have an excess of Earth? What if we have a lot of planets in Capricorn, a lot of planets in Virgo, a lot of planets in the 6th house, a lot of planets in the 10th? So we could exercise if we have an excess of Earth. Exercise balances that. Because an excess of Earth could make us a little bit sluggish. So exercising gets us out of that. We could eat spicy foods, right? We could use herbs like cayenne, spicy, and ginger. Anybody who's had ginger in their vegetable juice will knows how potent that stuff is. Powerful. So fiery colors like yellows and oranges to energize yourself. Lack of earth, I mean uh, excess of earth. You know, things need to be shaken up. There needs to be some energy injected in. Color, as we know, carries vibrations that can enhance that. They can bring that energy in. So fiery colors naturally add the vitality that might be a little lacking with the excess of the earth. You can also use crystals. So for crystals in this situation... We could use carnelian. We could use fire agates. Fire agates. We could use hematite. That's powerful stuff. I use hematite to protect myself when I am doing psychic work. Hematite, very powerful. Rhodochrosite. Rhodochrosite. So those are just a few of the crystals that we can use to balance an excess of fire. Then we have flower remedies. We use chestnut bud and chicory. What these do is they break up old patterns. You know, with Taurus, there's inertia. You, inertia meaning if it's in motion, it sort of like keeps going in motion. If it's stagnant, it'll just stay stagnant. There's inertia in either direction. Sort of like once the momentum is built up in that direction, it just sort of stays in that direction. So if there's an excess of earth and maybe there's a lack of motion, we need to break up those old patterns, chestnut, bud, and chicory. And we can use oak and mustard to alleviate depression. Depression coming from that stagnant state, this energy that's not there. So we can energize ourselves with fiery colors we can break up the old patterns and we can alleviate the depression using oak and mustard. Also, Marcia Stark, in her book Healing with Astrology, gives some Chinese medicine. She says that Chinese medicine, wood, controls earth. So stimulating wood organs like the liver and gallbladder through acupuncture or tai chi, qi kung, 
I added the through Tai Chi or Qigong because acupuncture really stimulates what Tai Chi and Qigong is really supposed to stimulate through the movements. And that helps to, to balance that excess earth. So you're going to want to balance that excess earth by combining maybe a number of these techniques and stimulating the liver and the gallbladder. So obviously that makes sense. So what we're going to want to do is we're also going to want to discuss how to balance a lack of earth. To balance a lack of earth, what we're going to need to do is practice grounding techniques because with a lack of earth, we're not grounded. We're not stable. So outdoor exercise is important, which you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. Exercise was important with the, you know, exercise was important to deal with the excess of earth. And now you're saying outdoor exercise, but that's outdoors, grounding, bare feet on the ground. Outdoor exercise is important. You know, bare feet on the earth to balance ourselves out, to connect with the earth energy, with the magnetic field of the earth, to draw up the energy of the earth and to ground ourselves. Look up grounding on Google, you know. So a whole bunch of people will explain, you know, the, the science behind grounding yourself by putting your bare feet on the earth every day. Also root vegetables, potatoes, squash, beets, turnips, any sort of root vegetables like that. Uh, earth, the color green. Makes sense, right? We're going to want to use green. And then for crystals. So, emerald, malachite, aventurine, chrysoprase. And then for flower essences, there's manzanita and clematis. Clematis. C-L-E-M-A-T-I-S in case you're trying to look this stuff up for grounding. So basically, if you have a lack of earth, it's all about grounding. Colors that connect you to the earth like green. Root vegetables that weigh you down a little bit. Hit the root chakra, which is red. So maybe, I believe that colors associated with Taurus would be red and lemon yellow. So we already discussed how the yellow and the orange could be like fire colors to energize the lack of earth. I mean with the with the excess of earth. And then the green could bring you down to earth if you have a lack of it. And then once again, Marsha Stark in her book Healing with Astrology she says that in Chinese medicine, fire stimulates earth, utilizing herbs for the heart to stimulate circulation 
as well as points on the heart and small intestine meridians is helpful. Which makes sense. Want to stimulate the circulation, like we talked about. Breaking up old patterns, stimulating circulation. Avoiding that taurian inertia that everybody's always talking about in the astrological world. Basically, we're going to keep this short. It's about 20 minutes now. I think that's a jam-packed 20 minutes. And without a guest, I try and keep these things around a half hour, 20 minutes, 40 minutes probably at the most without a guest. And maybe like an hour when I have people on. Just so that we can fill everything with as much information as possible and this way you can not waste a lot of time on a bunch of fluff I definitely hope that that was helpful that that information sinks in that it sparks your interest and that you would like to learn more and that you tune in next time to find out about air, the excess and the lack of, and how to balance it, and to find out about Gemini and the corresponding cell salt, the first air sign in the zodiac. I appreciate you tuning in, appreciate you listening. Look forward to doing this again. Hopefully tomorrow, if not, always within a a few days. Just keep looking back. If it's not up tomorrow, it'll be up in the next few days. Sometimes I go on, I create other content, videos, stuff for Instagram, Facebook. And then by then the time's almost sometimes gone and got to try to get back to the podcast, so... Always within a few days, so keep checking back. You can always check the Anchor app. You can always check Google Podcasts. It'll end up on Spotify. As soon as I post this to Anchor, it probably won't be on Spotify for like another day or so. Same thing with all the other podcast platforms. Usually takes about a 24-hour, 48-hour period before it goes from the Anchor app that I record this on to the platforms that they appear on. See, I listen anywhere. Unfortunately, it doesn't have the cool opening and closing music on the other platforms, I don't believe, like it does on the Anchor app. And you know, the music just makes the podcast. So hopefully they add that music back or allow me to use that music on the other platforms eventually because the music's chosen for a reason. It's chosen intuitively at times sometimes methodically. And I think the music really, the opening music sets the tone and brings you into, gets your mind going in a direction that's not just conscious and intellectual, but it's sparks something in the emotional field and spectrum and in the unconscious that is obviously relatable to 
the subject matter discussed in any episode. And even if it's maybe directly opposite, maybe it gives us a nice juxtaposition. So hopefully they let that. That's my little rant for the end of this episode. If you want to contact me, J-S-U-N Astrology, just the letter J, S-U-N Astrology. J-Sun Astrology, all one word, on Instagram, Facebook. You can find me on YouTube and LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I believe, is just J. I'm going to have to figure out how to... I'm still figuring out the LinkedIn. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time. Bye.